Is this okay, by the way? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And I'm not even going to edit that out. I'm not even going to edit that out. We're just going to leave that in. <laughs> I could turn my mic and it'll. <laughs> no, leave it in. That doesn't really work. Okay. All right. So be quiet so I can do my <laughs> intro. All right. Hey, everybody. This is Bobby Walker with the Journey of a New Entrepreneur, Entrepreneur podcast. And I uh, just want to say welcome to the, to the latest show here. If you don't already know, you can find me on YouTube on the Journey of a New Entrepreneur channel. You can find me on Facebook at Journey of a New Entrepreneur. That's probably the easiest way to actually connect with me if you want to chat with me, message me, things like that. And uh, of course, this podcast, which you're already listening to, so I'm not even going to tell you how to, how to find it because you've already found it. So today, pretty cool, pretty cool setup here. I actually just finished doing a podcast with someone else, and they're actually now recording a podcast with me. So uh, Josh Cronin, what's up, bro? How you doing, man? What's going on? What's going on, man? Yeah, it was great. It was great. I, I duck it. Yeah, it was fun. So we, so we just did this uh, uh, podcast, and I think, I think yours is going to go better simply because you're a better host than me. Um, I, I can talk. You know, I'm good at speaking, but I'm not always good at keeping things going. So we'll see how this goes. But, but, but we're amped up now. See, we're amped up. Yeah. This is going to be a great one. Yeah, we're ready to do this. So if you, <laughs> you're listening to the audio you need to definitely go to YouTube and look at the video because Josh has a super cool faux hawk. Um, really digging that. Now I was hoping you were going to, you said you were going to put on your pineapple shirt. I was, there, but it's, um, it's in the wash. It's in the wash. <laughs> Fair enough. So, so anyway, so Josh, um, just to kind of paint the picture of how I know this guy, and then we're going to get into just talking to him and, and I haven't even told him what we're going to talk about on this, this episode here. But uh, Josh is a guy that really I just connected with. He works for uh, a supplier that I buy uh, window cleaning supplies from. And then he's also uh, that. Uh, so it's windowcleaner.com or the window cleaning resource or the window cleaning resource association. Any of those ways you can, you can find it. And those guys are great. It's who I use. Uh, it's who I've used since day one. And um, uh, Josh, actually one of your competitors has, uh, uh, reached out to me on uh, through Reddit actually one time. They were like, "Hey man, we can do a a, a thing with you." And I'm like, "Listen, I'm not going to compete with with my boys over at WCR. Plus, <laughs> Luke, the window cleaners got the beard, and I just can't compete with that stuff." So, yeah, that's true. but <laughs> but anyway, so uh, so Josh, uh, I've, I've met him that way, and then of course their company does the huge convention, which I've talked about a lot on my channel. So so that's cool. And I met Josh in person for the first. Uh, I saw you last year, but we didn't speak. I don't think so this year, Josh and I met and uh, had a good time chatting. And I basically said, bro, you've got to do my podcast because I need your star power. So Josh, <laughs> thanks for being here, man. No worries. Your, your story was actually the coolest uh, intro story that anybody told me at the show. So how you, uh, you didn't uh, like me and, and thought I was somebody else. And that was good. I liked it. That was actually, I, I told a lot of people that one. So I was high-fiving. Usually, uh, you know, people are like, oh, how's it going? Usually people are like, oh, man, you were a <laughs> Well, now so. I got to tell that story. So before I ask you to, <laughs> to introduce yourself, so here's, here's the brief story that's actually a lot really funny. I've seen Josh, you know, doing his podcast and stuff and interacted with him with the business, his business, and um, always seemed like a super cool guy. You know, everyone calls him Jersey and I found out he doesn't even live in New Jersey. And I'm like, what's up with that? You know, but it seemed like a super cool guy. And one day I, I saw, I'm not going to go into too much detail here, but I saw a guy online that I thought was Josh. And I thought, wow, that guy's doing something really cool. 
that it could be helpful for my business. So I messaged him and I'm like, Hey, can I, can we talk, you know, give you, give me a call so I can talk to you about this. He's like, sure. So we called each other and I'm talking to him. I'm like, wow, this doesn't sound like Josh at all. This is kind of weird. And, and, but it sounded like Josh on Valium basically, you know, and I remember, (laughs) I remember thinking, I asked you at one point, which it wasn't you. I'm like, bro, are you okay? I thought you were strung out on drugs and we're on the phone. I'm like, why yeah. are you a bag to me? And, and, and you're, you're like uh, Hollywooding me and, and all this stuff and, and all that. And that was like a few months back. And then I'm at the convention and I'm sitting there with a group of people and we're just talking the day before and you came up and I'm like, yeah, weirdest thing, man. I talked to this guy and he was really weird. And now I'm like not really wanting to meet him. And, and they're like, were you talking to this guy, you know, and it's another guy and, and I'm like, yeah, so it was a funny story. So turns out, Josh, you're a good guy. <laughs> I, uh, that's, I appreciate that. I usually just uh, play one on TV, but I'm a pre- I appreciate that. I wasn't uh, as juicy as the other person you thought I was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so, Hey, listen, um, what I'd like you to do, uh, you know, take a minute or two or three, um, tell us and tell me, um, just a little bit about you. Um, I'm definitely concerned about your business side, but uh, as personal as you want to get, you know, I'm, I'm concerned about that because we don't know each other well. I mean, we know each other well enough that like we like each other, but um, like you don't know my wife's name and probably what she looks like. And I don't even know if you're married or if you have kids. So, so who are, who is Josh? Tell us a little bit about you and, and, you know, go, go back as far as you want or as, yeah. as recent as you want. Well, I'm a Gemini. Uh, I like lot walks out of me. No, uh, yeah, so I am 36, probably, years old. All right, <laughs> fair enough. Close. Um, I, I, I am married, yeah. I have two daughters, um, ages 11 and 9. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I lived in Wisconsin, uh, where I started my first company, uh, and then just decided that seasonal depression is not fun and uh, wanted to move somewhere nicer. So we mm-hmm. ended up moving to North Carolina now two years ago or so. And, um, actually it's going to be three years. Um, speaking of, I'm, I'm preparing for a nice little hurricane as we speak. So, yeah. um, that'll be my first, you know, Hey, welcome. Uh, yeah. Thing. But, um, but yeah, so, uh, when I moved, I still legally own a business, uh, window cleaning and pressure washing business in Wisconsin, but it's in buyout right now. Uh, so I do sales like you, you had mentioned, I do sales and then a bunch of media stuff for you know, videos and podcasts and things like that. Also, um, and, uh, that's with WCR. So I don't have a company here anymore. I sold my equipment last June, I think. So I did it for about two years or so. Mm-hmm. And then it just was too many hats with like the other business trying to start another one and then doing WCR and then sales is, I mean, we're, we try to be a resource, you know, with everything else that we do. So as cheesy as that sounds. So it's very hard to like be on job, you know, running a pressure washer, trying to get some of your attention. So we just kind of decided like, all right, I got to pick, I got to pick and focus more. So, um, so yeah, so I've been doing sales now for three years and, and full-time, you know, direct sales for uh, a year now. I haven't, I haven't cleaned anything in a year and you, my wife will tell you that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny you say that I was actually uh, blown away when I, um, I think you had mentioned owning a business on one of your podcasts, you know, actually owning a window cleaning business. And I thought, holy cow, because you guys, <laughs> this sounds again, sounds like a plug. It's just a matter of fact, it's part of my life. But like you guys at the WCR, you're like the most responsive people I've ever met. You know, it's like you send a message instantly getting a response. There's always someone to talk to. Um, I think I've talked to someone about water fed poles at like, 
1130 at night before. Okay. So I mean, it's like, you guys, you're impressive on how you do that. And I thought, how in the world is he running a business and doing this? You know, it just didn't, um, didn't make sense to me. So, uh, how did you do that by the way? I mean, was it successful at all? Like, were you, were you going crazy? Uh, yeah. So, you know, trajectory when you start a, so my other business has started 13 ish years ago or so. And it's, it's, uh, when you start a second one, you forget a lot of the, the little nuances, but yet you, you know, your vision, you know, kind of, okay, what can I do? You know, what assets do I have that I can translate? It, it does make it a little bit easier. So I was more accelerated in the growth here, but it was exactly that. It was just, it was, you know, in the morning time where I, I like to go to the gym, that's the, my only escape from the house as of, you know, mm-hmm. now, but I would do that and then I would go right into getting done for the first job, you know, but yeah, I still got my kids on the bus and all that. So it was like this whole symphony that worked really seamlessly, but it was very annoying when somebody called me at noon when I was on a job pressure washing or that I'd have to leave the call and you don't want to, you know, I want to be available for people, not when it's available for me kind of thing. So it was, you know, it was, I don't want to say it was bad, but it was just too much. It was too many hats, you know, like, we talked about like that hundred percent of you thing. Like it was too many pieces and nothing was getting what it should be. And Mm -hmm. what's nice is the business that I have in Wisconsin pretty much hands off. Now he's in his fourth year buyout. So this is last, the last, you know, home stretch for them. And I, I consult maybe once every two months now, you know, we call Mm -hmm. and just really just like talk about like, Oh, you remember this person? Oh yeah. (laughs) We know there, we did their windows again. Oh, I can't believe it. You know? Yeah. So now, so when you sold the, um, uh, sold that business, was it one of those things where like you sold it and they paid you out over the course of a few years kind of thing? Is that yeah. how, how that works? So. Yeah. So, um, uh, to kind of dive into that a little bit more is I actually came to visit some friends that had moved here. They actually live here and uh, we were going to do a week and it was the trip that I planned. I didn't tell my wife anything. And my plan was two days here in North Carolina, outside of Charlotte two days on the coast in Myrtle beach and then two days in Nashville. Well, there was six shark attacks the week we tried to do that. So we didn't go to the coast. It didn't really feel like that was worth it. But on the drive home, we're like, we like it, let's move. And that was July 4th. We were here. And in October we were moved. So my selling point was really within like a month I sold my business. And I did that because I had an operations manager who was amazing, like literally the best employee I've ever had. And I went to him one day, I'm like, Hey, what would your thoughts about being, buying this company? You know, we're planning, I really, we kind of want to move, blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, I don't, you know, I never thought of it. So anyway, over the time, don't mind the, the noise here. Over that time, we talked about it, set up a plan. And it was like this super easy transition where like one day I high fived and was like, all right, I'm not coming in anymore. And that was, it, you know, so <laughs> nice. I, I got, I got lucky that way. All right. uh, it was, there was no talent to selling that to the person who already knew everything he did he does the exact same thing he did before but now he just gets paid a ton more so yeah so how did you start it like what what got you into this amazing glamorous world of pressure washing (laughs) and window cleaning well i always thought when i was a little kid i was like i want to clean bird poop off of windows that's that was a dream of mine and uh here i am right yeah Uh, no no (laughs) what actually happened was uh like a lot of us i was kind of like a serial entrepreneur right like I was in high school selling candy out of my backpack. Like, you know, I would go to Sam's club if you have those and mm-hmm. you could buy stuff in bulk and you could buy vending machines. And I just love that. And even as a kid, we had bike stores and people, we had pretend stores and when we played Legos, I was always the bar restaurant, you know, like 
so I've always had something. And one day um, I decided window cleaning. I don't even remember how I stumbled on this a while now, but I saw there was like a kit, like a starter kit. So I bought it. It was like $200. I didn't tell my wife about it. It showed up and she's like, what, 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 what's going on now? And I'm like, I just want to do this like on the side, see what I can do, make some money. I heard you can make good money and blah, blah, blah. And that's how it all started. And then eventually the, the cliche story of I'm making more than I am at my full-time job. And again, you know, you're split too thin. What should I do? Well, let's choose this. So that's how I got into window cleaning. Nice. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Now, how old were you when you started that? I don't know if you said uh, it. But. So that was, um, like 13, 14 years ago. So that's probably 22. And then, so you started a side hustle. How long was it before it was your full-time gig? Well, it was literally probably maybe six months. It wasn't even really that long. What had happened was, see what happened was, is I had um, a trade show, a home show set up and the home show went so unbelievably well. I mean, for a new business, you know, Mm -hmm. we were, small doing the side hustle thing i sold more work at that one show than i had done in six months so it was like uh okay so now what do i do like you know as i'm planning everything and working everything out it's like okay well as you know business in general it's like a car that's broken down it's that first push once you get the car rolling the thing kind of moves on its own momentum so now i have all this created what am i going to do am i just going to like let that go to crap and then be tired when I go to my regular job and let that go to crap. And so you have to kind of choose one side or the other. And hmm. that's kind of what, what ended up happening. And the one big thing is the biggest jump for new entrepreneurs is, is getting into business and like losing security. Security as a human is like huge. That's why we have locks on our doors and why, you know, if you're in a tent and you're sleeping outside at night, you're scared. But if you're inside your house, you're not because there's security, you know, so mm-hmm. the security side of it's the hardest, but the freeing aspect of being okay. Now all my time, all the time that I thought I was spending now, I can do that three and four times as much now. It's like this giant wave of like, you know, just entitlement, like feeling of like, I can do this, you know? Yeah. So you, you just, it's amazing. It's very, very freeing when you finally take that jump. Okay. So, so what you're telling me, all right, if I'm hearing you right, is you started the business and it was sunshine and rainbows all the way through the end to selling it. Is that basically yeah. right? No problems, oh, yeah, no, no issues at all? Never. No, no, never, ever. <laughs> no. Uh, there was uh, one time it rained, but we were okay. You know, but, no, was uh, it, but, but in all seriousness though, uh, cause that's, that's, faster than most people probably do going from side hustle to full-time gig six months is probably faster than the average person. Now, what, um, when did you start hitting snags and whether, the, whether they're emotional snags of like, Oh my God, what have I gotten myself into or yeah. actual like, Oh shit, I quit my, my day job and I didn't think about winter coming or, you know, like what, what when yeah. was the first time you like hit a wall and thought, what have I done? Well, uh, I started my business in like that, um, you know, I went through the 2007, 2008, like market thing, but I was mm-hmm. still so new that I didn't really feel it. Right. And I had started my business in winter. It actually had started, um, like after like Christmas, this is December ish. Um, and the home show was in April. So by the time I got into that, I was going through winter, which coming into spring where all of a sudden things are easy. Like I didn't get winter. And I started really full time in right after the show in spring. So I had all this work, like, boom, here it is. Mm-hmm. 
you're up and running. I can't believe the amount of money I'm making. This is great. And I lived in Wisconsin and winter comes very, very hard. So mm-hmm. when winter came in December, the first like, like snag was the whole um, Thanksgiving. Like I, I, I hunted every year. Our week for gun hunting is around Thanksgiving. You know, like I'm not doing anything that time. I got all this freedom. I came back from that after Thanksgiving. I'm like, all right, let's do this. And the phone never rang. And it was like the first like, oh gosh, I never even like put it in my brain that like things would stop. Like when it's good, you just are like, it'll be good forever. I'm the king of the world, man. This is (laughs) Yeah. And you forget that like with, in order for you to experience happiness, you have to experience sadness to understand why happiness is better. Right. So I didn't realize that. So that first winter was, that was really, really, uh, interesting because you know as you're starting a business too all of a sudden you're like you know what i need to do i need to buy a computer uh you know what i need to do i need to buy you know so it's like all of a sudden all this you know you you have the income but yet you forget nest egg you know so it was literally that first winter it was like whoa you know like Mm -hmm. i got a wife and and kids at the time and like okay so i i gotta like you know start kind of figuring things out and uh that was the first of many you know interesting times yeah now so how long until you, so you obviously your owner operator for a period of time, how long till you hired your first helper? How long until you got out of the field and you were only doing sales and, and other stuff? So the first day that I was full time, I had a, a employee and the reason that helped out and people always go, oh, how long, you know, when did you, I've never worked on my own. And I mm-hmm. knew that I wanted somebody to actually do the work. I like business. I don't necessarily like cleaning windows. Like there's some people who are just like genuinely love the vibe. They look, I'm just not the guy who wants to do that. Like I like the business side of it. I want to create something. So I had a friend at the time who uh, wasn't working. They had like we were painting houses just for basically weed money at the time. Right. And uh, I said, Hey, if you're not doing anything, you want to come out on Monday? I got a, a company in the house. You know, at the time it wasn't a lot going on. He said, yeah. Well, he dug it and it was just kind of like, oh, on Wednesday we got something. You want to, and it was just like all of a sudden he was working, but it was not a legit business. So I was like paying him, like just writing him a check, like at the end of the week, like, dude, cool. Thanks, man. So I started with an employee, but it was probably not, it was probably, gosh, I remember, and I can't even tell you when, but, um, I bought a truck on eBay on accident. This is a real story. So I was on eBay and it was this awesome truck and it had a cap and the ladder rack and it was perfect, perfect for window cleaning. Mm-hmm. So I just clicked the first bid. I'm like, uh, whatever, this will, this will, I'll watch it and see where this truck really goes. All of a sudden like gets to the end and it's like, you've won the bid. And I'm like, <laughs> crap. I mean, I was happy, but yet I wasn't cause it was in Texas. And, like I didn't think of anything. And this was right when eBay was like, I mean, this was not I mean, not new, but it was that time where eBay like was suing people for defaulting on their bids, you know? So I'm like, yeah. I have to do this. My wife had just had a procedure done too. And I'm like, hey, uh, can you drive me on Friday to the airport? And she's like, again, what? What is going on? I was like, I just bought a truck. So Texas, 24-hour drive back to Wisconsin with this truck that now I had. Mm-hmm. So now I had my normal vehicle that I was doing stuff in and an extra truck. So now it's like, okay, well, let's set that truck up with people. And then I can, you know, the Kevin Dabrowski theory of like, if my job is to get them work, I can't be out there working. So mm-hmm. I got two people at the time, the economy was, I could hire people. Now it's even harder than you know ever. But uh, I had two people start doing that. And it was, again, that freeing experience is like, now I get to focus on the business. Now I can build this side of it. And like, 
we talked about before, like the cleaning side of it. That's that's not the important part. Yeah. It's the like building the whole thing to make everything work, you know. Yeah. So that was kind of the first transition out of it is the accidental truck buying. That that's that's funny. Yeah. It's like when you it, that's similar to like winning a quote that you just didn't want to win. You know, it's like and then yeah, then yeah. you got to say to yourself. Yeah, it's like why'd I bid on the truck? Why did why did I even quote this job? You know <laughs> why? Yeah, why that was not. The, and then your brain's telling you that was not the time. Now I should, now yeah. you know. But uh, it worked out. Actually, that truck is still in the business now. That was like my first truck because mm-hmm. it was one of those. Was like it was always paid off. Like it was yeah. just a truck, you know. Like so, as you start getting better and better equipment, where you know we'd have a vehicle loan. That was really the only loans that we would do, uh, and mortgages on on shop mm-hmm. space, but. Um, we just kept the truck because it was like it just works. It's got like you know I don't two hundred thousand miles on it now, but it just it works. So it's working. Yeah, it, it was so, a good investment. What, did so? Did you ever get to the point in that business? It sounds like you did. Did you ever get to the point to where like if you wanted to, you could have just like slept until noon every day, called your ops manager once a week and cash checks, or like did you kind of get yeah. to where it was hands off? Yeah, for the past two years, really got to that point where I had another operations uh, officer that was in there before that. And they work. I had I had really good employees. Uh, I mean, six. I had two of them for six years, and another one for four. Like they were they were there for a long time. You know, I I love I love the building of an atmosphere too. I mean, ping pong table. We had lunch. I bought them lunch. Like I don't know how many times we we had accounts specifically because they gave us bartered food, so we'd show mm-hmm. up and just eat for free. You know, just so that. I like that side of it, you know, so we had very happy guys too, but he said to us one day, he's sitting there, he goes, listen, like, it's my job to take problems from you. So no one will talk to you during the day from here on out until the end of the day, we'll give you a report. Like if somebody smashes the window or punches the baby, I'll come back and say, okay, this is what we did. We fixed the window and we put a bandaid on the baby. Like once it's all said and done, I'll tell you what we did to do it. So you're in the know, but I don't need you to know anything. Everybody came back at the end of the day. Uh, whenever a crew would come back, I'd, I'd be in my office, obviously, and they'd come back. What we call it the Bible at the time, as blasphemy as that is, but it was just a, a binder with a zipper, and it had all the checks in it. The, I mean, everything from the whole day, times and everything. I'd go over the times, take the checks, count the money, verify that, and that would be with the crew chief. So once that kind of happened, I really, I mean, the business was running to a point. You know, we had sales at a time and, and all that, but it was it was it was more the lack of motivation that mm-hmm. kept me out at certain points, you know, within probably two years from when we decided to move, it was like, there were days where it was like, uh, you yeah. know, like you go up, it's the same thing. Like we talked about, like you've been there, done that. Mm-hmm. And you're yeah. just, yeah. Humdrum. Well, see, I'm, and I'm still in the, I'm still in the, I don't know. I mean, relatively speaking, relative to a business that's going to have a long successful lifespan and I'm going to say this one will I'm still in the honeymoon phase you know with mine yeah and I, yeah. I'm kind of having a blast on doing things because like I'm not out doing the cleaning anymore uh, occasionally but not even five percent of the time and um, so you know I'm doing sales and then of course I'm working on systems and training videos and you know things like that but I, I'm I'm loving this because it's like yeah it's stressful to do your own thing. It's scary when you're like, Oh shit, I got to make payroll. You know, it's not even, now it's not even about making rent. Now it's about, you got people that depend on, they're trusting you to provide for their family, you know? And yeah. 
And, you know, so those stresses are real, but like I've got a lot of work that I do on a computer. Like I run sales appointments almost pretty much every day, but I also got a lot of computer work I do. And we moved to Orlando because I'm, I'm a little embarrassed to say, but we just love Disney world, you know? So, yeah. so we moved down to like theme parks and there's like Disney Springs. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's like their little mm -hmm. shopping and nightlife and restaurant district. And Disney Springs and Disney world is a place that I would like fantasize about for, for years. Cause it's like, I'd be at home making no money, you know, didn't have a career. I had a job and didn't really have a lot of direction in life. And all I would ever do is fantasize about being there. And now I'll go there and there's like this Irish pub called uh, Raglan road. It's just kind of like one of my favorite places and it's dead for lunchtime. And I'll go there, I'll sit at the bar, open up my laptop, I'll drink a beer and I'll literally like, I just had, since we've been talking, I just had an email come in, uh, a job closed, you know, sold for me through responsibility, but I'll, I'll sit there and I'll be like, I'll be selling jobs and making money setting at this bar that I used to fantasize about being at. And I'm like, I'm holding, you know, so then I have to step back and I'm like, I've taken life's reins and we said, we're going to do what we want. So, you know, yeah, I'm not rich. You know, I, Frankly, I pay myself one third of what I used to make, you know, in my previous career. One day that'll change. You know, one day I'll be, I'll be making some money, but, but, uh, but like, I've kind of started to embrace like the journey in life. And it's like within this business, I've already got to a point where like, I have a little bit of time that I didn't have before. And, mm -hmm. and, and that's exciting. You know, that's, so that, that, I guess that's why I was asking you what I was asking you is like, that's the part that really interests me because I've just said to myself, I hear a lot of people say like, if you're building a business, you know, prepare to hate life. And it's like, yeah, I did. I, I worked some hundred hour weeks and, and I worked until I couldn't walk anymore and, and worked until my son wanted to quit because of the stress. But, but I haven't hated it. It's like, this is our thing. You know, I actually yeah. meant to, I meant to mention it whenever we were on your, your show earlier, but my desktop screensaver, uh, or not my screensaver, but my desktop photo on my iMac here, it's a photo of, you know, I'm, I'm taking a selfie and then Caleb's right here next to me and Caleb's holding actually this clipboard over his head because it's raining and <laughs> so we're outside and the clipboard was full of flyers and we had been out just hanging out flyers and it was our life. And it's like, that's almost like, I almost want to like get a tattoo of that photo because it's like, that was the epitome of what we were. We were so determined. A lot of people say, well, you just can't get enough flyers out. And the only reason we stopped that day is we couldn't keep them dry. You know, and it's yeah. like, but it's like, yeah, it was stressful, but it was my thing, you know? So it's, yeah. it's fun. You're stressed. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's my thing. And I'm going to Raglan road and drinking a beer and, and making money. And yeah, I don't know. So it, I don't know. We're just yeah. two guys talking. There's, I don't have a point to that other than I love it. You know? No, that that's, uh, there's, there's two ways you're in business for two things. You're either in business for the money or you're in the business for the freedom. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you the first thing I said, when I started, I said, I'm starting at 10 in the morning. Mm -hmm. Like people are like, you can't, you got to start at like seven. I know I hate mornings. I'm not a morning person. It takes me an hour to wake up. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start at 10 because by the time I get into the office, I'm like, good. Like that was my freedom. That was my instant yeah. freedom. Obviously that changed over time. You know, I dropped it down because I had people that, that were like, you're an idiot. What are you doing? And you know, mornings are okay for us, but that's kind of where the freedom side of it comes. You, you, you always can make more money throughout your life, but you can't get more time. Yeah. We all have an expiration date. It's there. We don't know what it is, but it's there, right? So if you can create like a time where you can go and do bids or make money or provide for your family, but from a place that you want to while you're having a beer and eating a burger, yeah. 
that's freedom. That's literally what, I mean, we have, you know, we have a really amazing link here. I'll be on the boat working. I bring my computer with me. Well, mm -hmm. my family now is a little bit, uh, you know, they're, they're used to the dings and the noises, yeah. but I live with my computer. I can be anywhere making that, you know? So and, how many water fed poles would you estimate you've sold from a boat? Oh, from a boat. Oh man. I've had some really big days on the boat. I actually, uh, we had, um, um, uh, a day my brother was here and he was, blah, blah, you know, uh, he was visiting for the week and we were out on the boat. They're doing their thing and I'm just doing stuff. And I know I got a call and I, I knew that we had stuff closing and doing that. And I had a great day. Number wise, it was like phenomenal. Right. And, uh, I said, okay, I'm done for the day. And I closed it. He goes, well, you're just not doing anything. Nah. I said, no, you know, I made, I made X amount for the day. And that was like, that's more than he makes. And, uh, you know, <laughs> two and a half weeks and and uh, he's disabled by the way I mean, he yeah. uh, had the military issue where uh, mm. yeah he didn't duck but so he you know so he's like what we're on a boat i'm like yeah well you're out there playing and picking seaweed out of your pants like i'm over here doing you know but that's my freedom like you yep. said like it, it's a stress we all have you can't get away from stress even if you're the uh philanthropist rich guy like you mm. have to understand that something somewhere he still has to worry about everybody has worries but it's your stress. You get to own and tailor it to whatever, you know, benefit you want from it. And speaking of that, and Josh, this isn't my code for, Hey, we need to get off here, but I want to be clear. I do. <laughs> I want to, I want to ask you about, you know, some tips you can give new guys, but before we get into that, so, so don't like clock out too soon. Cause I know you have a limited mm -hmm. time cause I do want to get into that, but on this freedom thing, um, I don't care if I'm beating a dead horse. This is, this is like, this is why you do it. And, and frankly, I started a business for two reasons for freedom and money. Yeah. <laughs> I really want both, but, um, but if I could only have one or the other, it'd be the freedom. If I could only yeah. have one, but I really want both. And you know, for me, like I, I was talking to a friend, it was either yesterday or the day before. And he was, um, I, I forget exactly what we were talking about, but I said, yeah, I said, you know, things change and some stuff doesn't excite you, me as much as others. And he kind of laughed and he goes, well, yeah, he goes, when a thousand dollar sell doesn't excite you anymore. Cause I'd been talking to him. Cause like I, I used to, when I first started the business, um, if I would make a $400 sell, I'm texting my wife and my son, you know, just sold a $400 window cleaning job. And we'd be like, hell yeah. And then, you know, then you start making $600 ones and then you make your first thousand dollar one. And then the $400 one's not exciting. And, and mm -hmm. I, uh, so now it's like, if I sell a job for, you know, a $1,200 job, you know, yeah, I'm glad that we sold it. But the fact that I sold that job doesn't excite me because right. it's been there and done that. But what does excite me, uh, another thing that I love about this is, you know, it's like if I hit the lotto and had like got $400 million, I think I would still work. I would do it in a different way, but I think I'm like enjoying building a business. The just the process yeah. itself is fun. And my favorite thing is kind of like building a little machine. Um, I've heard Josh Latimer, he always says, you know, you want to build a, a machine where you put a dollar in the top and like $10 comes out on the bottom, you know? So like your yeah. job is to build the, the insides of that thing. So then you can just start dropping dollars on it. And what does get me excited, and this is what I was telling my friend the other day, is that um, what does get me excited is when like a $150 job comes through because we have a 150 minimum, you know, if you want us to do your yeah. or something, but if a $150 job comes through, but I never met the person and I've never spoken to him, that gets me going because it's just yeah. like, I'm just sitting there. I've literally went to the movie theater and I've come out 
with more money than I went in because people went to my website and bought something and it closed. And I'm just like, yeah, this is freaking awesome. You know, so you made the machine. Yeah. And so it's, so now I'm trying to like perfect it and, and, and ramp it up and do what people like you and, you know, Chris and these other guys have done. Uh, you know, I've got a long way to go, but it's fun. I don't know. It's just fun. And I'm, and I'm now I'm starting to taste. Um, I'm getting my first taste of owning a business and not just a job. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. still, I still work in the business every day, but it's like, I think my business instead of being an infant is maybe a toddler now, you know, he's, yeah. Yeah, I still yeah. need to help him around, but, but he can do a little bit, get in, he can get in trouble, you know, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I think the, the funny thing is like you're saying the money side of it where, but when you have no money, you're focused on money. Mm-hmm. You're like the very, very wealthy, they don't necessarily like, everybody's like, why can they buy a thousand dollar jacket? Cause they like the jacket. They didn't look that it was a thousand dollars, you know? Yeah. But the thing is, is that one of my most exciting times ever was a little job in, it wasn't a strip mall, but it was a part of town that there was like a downtowny area, right? And I knew these people forever and they were like friends with my friends, but yet they had somebody that had them forever. And I was always in there, always saying, hey, always doing whatever. And like one day he calls me up and he's like, dude, I can't take it anymore. We're switching. We're going to be using you. And it was like a $22 job. And I was like, yes, really? And he's like, yeah, dude. I was like, yeah. And he's like it was a $22 job. Like, you know, when it all comes down to it, it was, it didn't help. I mean, it helped the route a little bit. I mean, it was just one of those things where it was like, finally I could go in there and be like, ah, yeah. You know, now I'm your window cleaner. Like now we know each other the next really That's what gets you excited. So there's, there's still things that excite you. Mm-hmm. Even if you're in business for a while, it's just different. It's, it's. Yeah. Well, and this is what I told my buddy actually, uh, which is a perfect way to put it. I said, you know, I said, sure. I mean, and, and I want to be very clear. $1,200 excites me. Like I, I like getting $1,200, but, yeah. but you, I think you get my point, but I said, what's really excites me now is just winning. You know, it's like, it's just that next step of winning and it doesn't matter how big or how little, you know, it's like, I don't feel like I'm winning as much, you know, in the process, in the scope of building a business. If I go out and I have, if I hand out flyers and then I get a phone call and I uh, drive out there and sell a $2,000 residential job, that's great. But from this, in the scope of building a business, that's not winning as much to me as getting that $200 job that just came through and I did nothing, you know, yeah, and right. uh, because it's like, I built something that's going to keep moving. But anyway, I don't mean to, we can move on from that point, but it's uh that's cool stuff. So, yeah. So, so Josh, listen, I know, uh, I know you, you are a busy dude here. So a couple of things, first off, tell us a little bit, give us 90 seconds of like, the non window cleaning, the non WCR, the non huge convention, Josh, like, uh, obviously you like to get on the boat. Like, do you fish? Do you ski? Like, what, what do you do? You know, if you're not working and, and you don't have to, you know, the kid, the kids have already been to the recital and, and you actually have a Saturday and a Sunday to go do something. Yeah. So again, freedom. Um, I, I like to mountain bike. So, uh, moving to North Carolina, Wisconsin, there's not really a ton of outside stuff because six months of the year you're hiding inside. Mm-hmm. Um, so here there's like a ton of like outdoor stuff and, and I like mountain biking. I didn't know I like mountain biking. So I do that a lot uh, here. Uh, mountain biking boat. We go on the boat. I don't really fish. Uh, our lake has a ton of fish in it, but it's a really warm lake. So they're like super deep and I can't figure it out again. It's not Wisconsin. So <laughs> I have never even seen a lily pad or any, I mean, up in Wisconsin, <laughs> kind of like, Minnesota lakes, the same version where it's just like a ton of crap. You're like, okay, that looks like junk. There's going to be fish in there. So 
Um, but I do bow fishing. I've done that here on the lake and that's incredible. And I don't know. I just, I dig being like my family side of things is just so much more than it ever was. And just like the freedom. I, I'm a woodworker too. I do that. And I'm like, if I want to do a project, I can do a project. So like, it's just the freedom side. I always talk about it. It's like, when you get to that point where everybody goes, oh, I want to work from home. I want to work from home. It was a cliche of 2000s, you know? But then when you kind of get to a chance to have the more freedom because the business is doing its own thing and you can, it's really, that, that, that to me is the big reward too, mm-hmm. is having that. Cool. That's awesome. So, um, so last thing, and then, and then we'll kind of wrap up here. Uh, you've built multiple businesses. You're a part of a very successful one that, gosh, WCR is not even that old. What is, is it even, it's not 10 years old, is it? It's, uh, it's just uh, a little over 10. Yeah. Oh, okay. it is that old. When they started, but yeah. uh, they did the forum first and then kind of started doing stores and the stores were just kind of supplementing the forums. And mm. so it's, it's, okay. So it's a little older than, but, but you've been a part of a lot of successful stuff. Some, some from scratch, uh, new guys, you know, cause that's most of my audience is people that are like at my level or, or newer. Um, some advice for new guys that are starting out in a business. It doesn't matter what the business is. It doesn't matter if it's what we do. Um, uh, what, what do you want to say to someone that's got the dream, the itch or yeah. the fear, <laughs> whatever the motivation is to get out there and do something on their own? Uh, well, the biggest thing is, would you fire yourself? Hmm. Like if you look at what you do for your company they're like, oh, dude, I played Xbox all day, or I did this, or I didn't even go to work today. Like, if you would fire you, then you should stop doing business. Like, okay. so freedom has to be earned, yeah. right? So I always say that, like, would you fire yourself? Like, if you go in and go, dude, I did eight hours of door knocks, and I was everywhere, I made it happen. And you look at it and go, would you fire yourself or clone yourself? And if the answer is cloning, you're doing it right. You know, mm-hmm. I mean... Sometimes blood, sweat, and tears, they don't translate to money when you go to sell something, but it sure does translate to how quickly you can make that money. So, you know, putting in as much as you feel like you can put in, the more you put in, the more you make, the faster you make it. You know, it's, again, pushing that car. If you got a hill to help you, mm-hmm. you can push it very fast, very quickly. So there's no no secrets then. Just, just, just do it's it. Hustle. It's hustle. Like, I can't tell you to be – I like you said before, um, everybody has the same – skills when it comes to business especially if we all didn't know business we found it out we use the same books and youtube and everything that everybody else can so there's no real secret to like well i looked here and you know Mm -hmm. i did this it's it's hustle it's the people like you or or people that are out watching this that have started something that is successful in their eyes because of what they put into it like as much as you can put into it is as much as you're getting out Mm -hmm. you know and and you can't teach somebody hustle there's just lazy people in this world awesome but it's going to take you 10 years to get something that you're even halfway proud of so good stuff i love it love it you're speaking my language so well, <laughs> right. well, listen, listen man uh you've been more than generous with me i know people can can find you like on facebook and stuff but how do you mm-hmm. want people uh again guys josh uh sells uh a little bit i think a little bit of pressure washing stuff but a lot of window cleaning stuff water fed pole systems squeegees you know you name it they they do it uh how can guys get in touch with you to either learn about the product because i know that you're willing to spend time with people and educate them on it mm-hmm. or if they're ready to buy something from you yeah definitely my number direct is 862-312-2026 that is my cell phone so you can even text it i do most of my stuff through text uh if you got questions text it or if you want to email me it's josh at windowcleaningresource.com and 
I do bids for people, you know, they go, Hey, I'm looking at this is bigger than I thought. You know, this is what I bid. What do you think? And give them my thoughts. And like I say, it's, it's cheesy to say it this way, but we try to be a resource for people to. So you, you actually have as a, so you sell one of clean supplies, but you actually have uh, clients that call you and you help them quote jobs and, and stuff like that. So, so let yeah. me ask you a question. If someone uh, calls you, if I were to call you and say, Hey Josh, I started my window cleaning business last week. And here's a building that uh, I'm trying to quote. Are you going to be as nice to me as the people online on Facebook are when you ask the same question? <laughs> so first off, I'm going to tell you you're stupid and using the wrong soap. Yeah. Uh, then I'm going to tell you I can't believe you chose blue for your color. Yeah. Called window washing, not window cleaning. Oh, no. Uh, no, I, I leave that for Facebook stuff. I really do try to be Switzerland, but everybody's in a different place in their business. So mm -hmm. um, it's not about selling. It's very hard to be a business owner. Uh, who I feel like I have some, you know, knowledge in the aspect of business and then also be in sales because people only see you as yeah. a sales side. They forget. So I was, you know, that's a little bit hard, but I, I really genuinely think it's, a, remember starting a business is fun, right? You're in that honeymoon period. I am out of the honeymoon period. So mm -hmm. somebody else starting a business, I love nothing more than like some of my, like, I have hundreds and hundreds of these regular guys that are just They'll shoot me texts and be like, hey, everything's in my cart. Or they shoot me a text and be like, dude, look at this bid I just won. Or shoot me a text and be like, check out these before and afters. Like, that's awesome. Like, that's mm -hmm. a real genuine relationship with somebody building it and they have somebody to rely on, you know? So that's really kind of what's rewarding. Obviously, I only make cheddar when somebody orders something. So that's yeah. also beneficial. But, you know, it's really the helping people. Just having somebody, you know, a lot of us don't start with partners and don't start with, you know, you were lucky you had your son to at least mm -hmm. learn things with somebody. If you just start on your own, you have no one. Your wife yeah. doesn't want to hear it anymore. You just, you know, you, you're just, you're there. And it's really nice to kind of have somebody to bounce ideas off and go, hey, what about, you know, I had somebody just ask, I want to have a hurricane sale. What's, mm -hmm. you know, what do you think on that? And it's like, well, here's my thoughts on it. You know, so you could just, ideas are really kind of nice to pass around. That's cool. Honestly, I didn't, I didn't realize you guys did that stuff. So that's cool. Mm -hmm. That props yeah. to you for that. And, uh, cause that doesn't make you money. I mean, I guess it does when you build relationships with people, but, but it's free stuff you're giving away. So that's cool. Um, and then, uh, your podcast and, and stuff. Tell us, tell us about that. Where yeah, can I find it? Definitely. Uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google play, all the fun places. Just search WCR nation. Uh, it's even on YouTube. It's, it's everywhere in every type of podcast media. You can 65 episodes. We're officially at 20, solid hours of content now so i mean um check it out it's it's really appreciated if you do and if you like it share it all right cool man well hey i probably won't like see you in person again until like the huge convention in august i've actually yeah. already booked my rooms bought it Bran branson <laughs> as hokey as it is is actually a lot of fun so i i grew up vacation right so it, it is yeah. a lot of fun so i'm looking forward to that but i know we'll we'll be in touch and, and chatting all the time in between now and then so josh you're awesome. Sure. Thank you, bro. And um, I, I, I'm kind of like Ricky Bobby right now. I, I just don't know what to do with my hands. I'm, try, <laughs> I'm trying to finish this episode. So, guys, thanks for listening. Check us out. Journey of a New Entrepreneur pretty much everywhere. Peace out.